Hello, and welcome to the Modern Day Intuitive Podcast. I am Sarah Noble, a certified shamanic energy medicine practitioner, somatic embodiment coach, Akashic Record reader, spiritual mentor, and teacher of energy management and meditation. This podcast is born from my passion to help you reconnect with your heart and intuition. In each episode, you'll hear me channel guided spiritual information for a guest around a specific question or decision in their life. Afterwards, I break down the call so you can better understand how to connect with your own intuitive gifts, your spirit guides, and soul family. I will also give you practical exercises and tools that you can use to deepen your understanding of how to use this in your day-to-day life. Now, without further ado, let's get on to our caller. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show today. So excited to be here with you. I have a wonderful call for us today, and one of the topics that comes up is about dreaming the big dream, the secret dream that you hold inside your heart that you're afraid to share with the world. And so it has inspired me to share one of my secret dreams with you today. And that is creating a community where you can connect with like-minded women on an intuitive journey. My good friend Alyssa and I are creating what we're calling the Intuitive Revolution. And it's a membership community that is free. It's all about intuition and how we can create a deeper connection with it and with our magic, how we can learn to live in the space of miracles and have what we want come true in our life. There's going to be lots of teaching, there's different meditations, articles, connections, we're going to have a magic hour, we'll have workshops, we're going to do rituals, activations, ceremonies, lots of amazing magical things for you. So stay tuned, we are currently working on that with a launch date at the end of the year or early next year, 2022. So I will definitely keep you informed as we get closer to that coming into reality. So as we dive into our show for today, our caller Melissa is wanting to understand if she is on the right path or if she needs to make some changes in her life. And through this call, we explore the following intuitive topics. We talk about soul growth and how the people in our lives are our biggest teachers how spirit is always supporting us, and different ways to connect more deeply with the unseen world. We talk about taking embodied action and how that will move us in the direction of our desires. And then we talk about dreaming the big secret dream, a favorite of mine. So enjoy the episode and here's my call with Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Welcome to the podcast. How can I help you today? Hi. um, So I've had some questions as I've started um, a new career path. So really a life path, but it's brought me to um, a new career the past couple of years. And so I just keep having the same question as as to whether uh, I'm on the right path, if I should be doing something more or um, just continue to do what it is that I'm doing. Um, And then with that being said, it has also shifted my home life uh, as well. This shift. And the same question applies if I should be doing something more to, to help uh, my home life shift down this path, or if, if I just settle in and allow it to kind of unfold. 
The first thing you're showing me is there's this image of you and you're sitting in this window and it's a round window and you have a little child on your lap and you're pointing out through the window and you're showing the child, you're like, look, look at that world out there that you get to be part of. We're going to get to explore it. Isn't that exciting? However, you're not moving. Like you're just in the window and it feels very lovely, yet there's no movement. There's just your words. So from that, this idea that you have this idea like bigger picture of what you want and it feels exciting and it feels like it's exploration and there's a whole big world out there for you to see. Yet you're not moving in that direction. You're not taking the necessary steps to get there. As I describe that scene for you, what comes up for you? Um, that's very spot on. That That is how I feel. Yeah. Um, I feel that I am in that position where I continue to look out and see this this beautiful world that um, I would like to be a part of and I also tell my children about this world and we keep coming back myself and with them um, and not not really doing much out there what do you think the biggest thing is that's holding you back um, I and that I don't know I don't know if it's I don't know I really don't I don't feel that I have a fear of anything. I'm, I'm not one to really uh, be afraid of failure. Um, and I definitely try everything. I just can't get myself moving down the direction that I need, that I know I need to. And I keep, um, I don't want to say busying myself. I just keep bringing new experiences in, but I haven't done anything with them. I've just simply experienced them. What would doing something with them look like for you? Creating, creating my own space to bring into the world and to move about that way. And what is creating your own space? Well, I think it would be oh, a lot. I think it would be from my own workspace, something that I had um, that I've wanted to create to bring, bring forth to the world to use and also my own space in at home, uh, my own area where I can sink in and really feel at home. What's preventing you from creating that right now? Um, I think when it comes to my work, I just don't know if it's the right thing that I'm creating. I, I, I will say what it is and, and feel confident in it, but then I just wonder, I wonder if, it, if that's really what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, if that's, if that's really the path that I should be on. And so then I just don't, I just freeze up and I can tell that I'm at that crossroad again where I just stopped rather than making a decision to keep going with it or to try something new or just to let it, let it be. Let's look at this crossroad a little bit because there's a couple things. So one is the idea that what you're choosing to do doesn't really light you up. And so you're pushing to do something that you don't really want to do. But there's the other side of it where if it's something that you really do want to do, 
and you want to create it and you feel like this is part of your purpose, part of your passion, and yet you're, you're getting stuck. And then you get caught in, oh, I don't know if I should really do this. And then you back off. So which one of those is more true? The second. I feel like it is what I'm supposed to do. Um, in the beginning, I feel like it is the right path, but I'm just stuck. I just keep backing off of it. Can you bring to mind one of those times when you have been going down the path? I imagine maybe right now is one of those times. <laughs> and um, and you're, you're at this push point. What is going on inside your body? When I get to this point, I tend to get pretty uh, lethargic, so pretty tired and just so just heavy. My body's just heavy. So when I feel into that, I get the words, why bother? Why bother? It's not going to work out anyway. What does that remind you of? That's, yeah, that's the feeling that I have with it. It feels almost self-indulgent to continue because there's so many other things that I could be putting my time with. Um, and if it's not going to work, then, then what was the point? I've just now taken time away from my family, other responsibilities, and so why bother with it? <laughs> why continue? So can you think of a time maybe in your earlier life, maybe from your childhood or young adult life where you put your heart into something and it didn't work out? I don't think I ever have. No, I don't have think I've ever <laughs> given my whole heart to something. Mm. I think I've backed off. So you're showing me this cage and it's not a very big cage and you've, you've put yourself inside it and sorry, the sensation is really huge. So every time that you don't put your heart into something, you're weaving another layer into this cage and the image is you tucked up tight in a ball in this cage that the, with every experience is getting like more tightly woven. Like if you imagine a cage where you could have space between the bars, your cage is really tight. Like you can almost not see through it. The uh, metal is woven together. And so for me, that is the idea with that is that you're protecting yourself. You're so scared of what might happen if you put your heart out into the world that you'd rather stay in this cage than to take a risk. What do you think hurts your heart so badly? Yeah, I think I can see that. I can see, yeah, with, with all aspects, with both paths, that I, yeah, I've just, I've, I've had moments and in my youth when I was little and I've just, locked it up and yeah I think probably when my parents separated which after that I just never really put much into anything because things don't always they don't always work out which it's fine and that's where I've been is in this fine state okay, that that is okay and that is part of life and we can still continue in a not fine state. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's, it's a big one. You know, when we're little and our parents separate and our world shifts and we see things that we thought were one way or no longer another way and we get hurt. And, you know, the word fine, there's a sort of acronym for that where it stands for feelings inside not expressed. And so this world that you've created that is fine is really about what's inside you that isn't working any longer to keep hidden. It wants to come out, wants to be part of your experience. Are you okay? Yeah, it's, um, it's a lot heavier than I thought it would be. Um, it That's okay. Yeah, um, yes. little teary. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. So I think my home life um, is definitely a reflection of that because everything is um, in order. But this is my question too: is if I continue in order, um, when I and I definitely have a pull towards um I guess a confrontation if if you will and that's not typically what I would do because everything is just fine <laughs> right now where it's at and mm-hmm. the same with my work um everything seems fine and I can just continue or I can go ahead and try and and take the time away from other places it could be to do something that I really enjoy doing yeah. And what I, what I know to be true about life is that we create our life. And so it's not a coincidence that you are here in this moment talking to me about the things that aren't fine in your life any longer. And the fact that they're not fine or that you're pretending that they're fine, but deep in your heart, you know they're not, is because you are ready to create something different. And we call in our intimate partners to help us grow at a soul level. So when you look at your partner and those things that are bothering you or that are hard for you, challenging for you, trigger you, however that shows up for you, that's really a reflection of what is happening inside you. It has nothing to do with your partner. And so there's this beautiful opportunity for you to use everything about your current life circumstances to heal what is looking to be healed. And a big way that that happens is really going inward. It's connecting in with those sensations, right? Like when we looked at the lethargy, the not wanting to, the tiredness or the heaviness that was coming for you, wisdom came out of those feelings. And we pretty quickly got to what it was that was really the issue. And that's the magic that lies in looking inside at our emotions, at the sensations in our body, at our feelings, all those things that we've for so long run from are really there to love us and help us and be our biggest teachers. So when I say that, how does that land with you? I'm, I'm nodding. Yes, I agree. <laughs> um, I do. I agree. And I, I can feel that um, I, I still have the, those people, they say, you know, in your, in your mind, you have, 
you're driving the bus and you have lots of people behind you who are chatting and they have their own opinion with with things and I still have the one that just says you know you're you're in a good place just don't rock the boat and continue the way it is but um I mean I know that I know that is not true it's just going down that path whether it makes rational sense or not yeah and that voice, right? That one that tells you don't rock the boat, just keep going down the path. That's the ancient part of your psyche that is here to keep you alive. And so anything you're going to do to veer off the path of like, just, just stay the course is going to really trigger that part of you. That part is going to get so activated. It's like, what are you doing? You can't do something different. We might die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much yeah. it. So exactly. Yeah. So it's big, like honor that, allow that to be part of it. Like don't minimize that in any way. That is our survival, like a deep human part of our whole being and psyche. So that's really normal for that to happen. It's what you do with that. It's how you nurture that part of yourself. It's how you work with those voices and those patterns those comfortable patterns that we're in that keep us safe, even though we're uncomfortable in those patterns, at least we can have comfort knowing that it's the same. Okay. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's one tiny baby thing that you could do in the direction of your dream? Oh, well, I can share it. One. Yeah. Share it with those who are closest to me and one in particular I'm thinking of just share it to share it not for a not for a response but just to do so because it's what I want to do yeah I love that it's beautiful and I offer the encouragement to you to make it even bigger than you think you want it to be like dream as big and as wild and as bold as you can imagine. Like not the dream that you think you're allowed, but the dream, the secret dream that you really, really want that makes you feel like all tingly and giddy. Like, oh my gosh, if this was real, dream that dream. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I mean, I guess when I, when you say it like that, I realized that I was uh, envisioning it on a very small level um, when really... I, I'd like it to be bigger than that. Mm -hmm. You're allowed. You deserve to dream that big. And there's magic in that. There's such a huge creative force that is in our words and in our thoughts. So when you say to the universe that I am willing to risk it all to dream the biggest dream, there is a power that comes in that is way more potent than when you just dream the small dream that you think you can get. Huh. Yeah, mm. that, feels, that feels good. Nice. Does this feel like an okay place to land for today? It does. Thank mm. you. You're so welcome. Thank you. When I give a big thank you to Melissa for this beautiful call and her willingness to go deep with me into what was really going on for her. And through this depth, the concept of soul growth emerged 
So I wanted to talk a little bit about that and the mythology ideology that resonates for me and that I have experienced in the work I do and in my life is that we're souls on a journey, that we are here having a human experience and that earth is somewhat like a school. We come here, we have life lessons, we have gifts that we bring, we have things that we want to experience and ways that that happens for us in our life are through the relationships we have. What tends to happen is in our most intimate relationships, we have the biggest opportunities for soul growth. We oftentimes come here with contracts with particular people that we are going to choose to experience something together. That might be things like get married, have children, experience loss together, maybe go through divorce, maybe stay married all our lives. Whatever those soul contracts are that we initiate prior to uh, arriving here in our bodies, we play out through our relationships. And so we have this beautiful mirror that reflects back to us things about ourselves. And we have the opportunity to use those to grow at a deep, deep level. And for a lot of us, those deep relationships and the things that happen to us that are harder in our lives actually are catalysts for our spiritual awakening. For me, it was having my children. Afterwards, the postpartum depression was really bad and things were hard in my marriage as it is when you have two tiny children and you're trying to survive. And so for me, that dark night of the soul, as it is oftentimes called, is what pushed me forward into this newer way of being. It opened my eyes to life looking differently than I had originally thought that it was became a lot deeper. It, it had a lot more texture to it. It had a lot more things of an unseen nature that I previously had not had a perception of. I just wasn't able to extend my feeling sensitivities far enough to be able to experience it. However, through the amazing teacher of my husband and my children, and we can also throw my mom in there too, because she has been a huge teacher for me, the things that happen inside me are the opportunity to go deeper. They're the opportunity to ask myself, why is this so hard for me? I really want to reach outside and blame other people for how I'm feeling. However, it's really all happening inside me. And when I chose to go deep with that, a lot of things changed in my life. And so I'm so grateful to them for the teachings that they offered me, however hard they seemed at the time. What also came up in our call today was this concept that Melissa was really protecting herself so much so that she had built a cage around her was the way that the, the images came forward. Spirit speaks in metaphor, and so the images come through to present an idea, and one of the things that I have learned in my journey is that spirit is always supporting us. Always. We are here as 
divine beings. We are spirit itself incarnated on earth. So we are always supported. I find the hardest times in my life are the times when I forget that I'm supported, when I forget to reach out for unseen help, when I choose not to sit at my altar and call to the ancestors to come and bring their wisdom for me, and the times that I allow myself to get caught up in my mind instead of doing what I know always works, which is pray, meditate, turn inward, connect in with that divine part of myself that allows for healing, that allows for comfort, allows for support, and allows for magic and miracles to take place in my life. Also for leading in from that place of magic and miracles and the way that we can have more of those in our life is taking embodied action. In the reading today, Melissa was looking and talking about the life she wanted, yet she was missing the part of taking embodied action. And that is how we create the miracles in our life. It's by deciding what we want, talking about what we want, and then taking action on what we want. We are creative beings. We have this incredible ability to create, create the life that we want, create the relationships we want, the situations we want. Everything comes from us. And when we can remember that and really step into that and decide that we are going to take the actions in the direction of what we wish for, that's where the magic begins to happen. That's when we actually start taking our life to the next level. It takes courage. Yes, it does. And it also takes a lot of self-reflection. We have to look at what am I believing about myself and my capabilities and my worth that is stopping me from really stepping into what it is that I truly wish. And that brings in the next topic with the dreaming the big dream. We all have a secret dream inside us, one that we would love, love, love to happen. Yet we're so scared to take the steps in that direction. We're so scared to really dream that big dream that we end up dreaming the small dream, the one that we think we can get, the one that we think will be okay with everybody around us. We don't want to upset anybody by dreaming too big because that could upset them. And so this secret dream lives inside us unlived, and that is part of what creates our discomfort. It creates our stuckness. It creates our wanting something different from our life is because we are afraid to admit to ourselves and others what it is we really want. What do you really, really want to do? I so encourage you to just write it down. Start really looking inside your heart and asking, if I could have everything I wanted, what would that be? And then start to take embodied action on it. What is one step you could do in the direction of that big dream? What is one little tiny thing that will get you started on the path? That will allow you to take a step outside of your comfort zone and in the direction of what it is you truly desire. That's our episode for today. As always, thank you so much for being here. I love that you are interested in intuition and growing your relationship with the unseen world. Until next time, namaste. Thanks so much for tuning in today and making your personal and spiritual growth a priority in your life. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd love if you could please leave a five-star review as it helps the show to grow and assists me on my mission of having intuition be a part of everybody's life. For more information on reconnecting with your heart and intuition, head on over to my website, www.themoderndayintuitive.com, where you can listen to free meditations, sign up to be a guest on the podcast, learn how you can work with me in person, find links to my social media platforms, and much more. And a big thank you from my heart to yours for making the planet a better place by having the courage to look inward to develop your intuition.